the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. All right, we are persevering through part five of perseverance, right? What is 2021? The year of perseverance. We're right here in June. We're, in, we're ha- halfway through the year, and we're talking about perseverance. And we're going to end tonight talking about perseverance. And as we've been doing this perseverance series, I've had so many stories of all these different people persevering, persevering, being encouraged, being equipped, getting excited about the word, getting to church, persevering, persevering. So I have a quick little story. Um, so there's a couple here. I'm not going to name drop Maribel and Miguel. Yeah, them. There's a couple here. And um, so Maribel, the wife, she's like, let's go have fun in Scottsdale, right? And so they go to Scottsdale. They take their kids to an arcade, and they're having a great time. And Maribel loses her phone. How many of you guys know our phones? We've got this, like, $1,000 computer right here in our pocket. So, so her husband recently said, Stop putting your phone in your back pocket because I, it's, it's going to fall out. It's, I see it. It's, it's working its way. It's going to fall out. She's like, okay, I know. I know, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Yes. She's a persevering wife right there. So they go to the arcade. It's such a habit. And uh, she loses her phone. <laughs> of course. Of course she loses her phone. She loses her phone. She's calling me from Miguel's phone. She's like, pray. We need to pray. <laughs> Fast and pray. I got to find this phone. And then she's like, it has all the pictures of my babies. I got to find this phone. And then, you know, Miguel, he could have said, I told you to stop putting your phone in your back pocket. But actually, Miguel was thinking about this message. He was thinking about perseverance and patience. And no, no, he wasn't. But he did have that word in his heart. So he was calm. They're calling me. We're actually praying. You guys, they were out there looking for hours. They were looking for that phone. Don't you know you'd be looking for that phone for hours too? She was looking. And the arcade is black. So they're, and they're looking in the dark for the phone. They persevered. Actually, you know what? They didn't think they found the phone. They drove all the way home. They got home. She gets her Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch is lit up green. So the phone is somewhere close. The phone was in the car. (laughs) The phone was in the car. Yes. And Miguel was so proud of himself because he persevered. He was patient. He'd had endurance, right? He's like, I'm going to stay in the car. We're going to be calm. Because how many husbands in the house, you know, you know, you would have been like, woman, Jesus called his his mother woman, woman. (laughs) I told you, stop putting that phone. So he said, no, he stayed calm. He stayed calm. Okay, whatever's going to happen, we're going to find this. Just keep an eye on the kids. It's going to be all right. And it was just so wild. And you know what? When she called me to say, let's pray, I'm like, remember when? Remember when? I guess new moms and these kids, she got a toddler. She's got a baby. She's going to work. She has one toddler here. She's got a baby here. She's putting them in. And she put her purse on the mirror of the car. She put her purse on the mirror of the car. She straps this one in, buckles this one in, gets herself in, buckles in. She's like, we got to get to the babysitter, out the door. She gets to work. 
she has no purse. <laughs> she has no purse. But you want to know what? The day passed, and the tr it was trash pickup that day, and the trash company called her to let her know that the trash man picked up her purse and that she could come get it and that everything was inside. And I said, remember when you thought that purse was lost? Remember when there was no way coming back from that? She went to every school. She's driving around. You know somebody's going to pick up that purse. And God made a way when there wasn't a way. And she persevered. So this message, this perseverance happens in real life. Oh my gosh, one more story, one more story. Today, today, I'm getting in my car and I see that there's a screw screwed into my tire. I'm like, this is not gonna ruin my day. This is not gonna ruin my day. And there's all this construction going on on Camelback. And I've gotta remind this, I'm like, sometimes, Lord, do you let these things happen to me just so that I remember the word I'm preaching? Like, do you, come on, come on. So I reminded myself today, this is not gonna get me off track. How many of you guys have something happen in the morning and it ruins your whole day? The tire goes flat, this is, and then you're like, it's hot outside, you've got this heat wave, heat wave. Are you kidding me? I was like, no, it's not gonna ruin my day. This is not going to ruin my day. I'm gonna persevere. I'm gonna walk in patience. I'm gonna choose joy. I'm gonna choose inner peace. I'm gonna choose, right, to, to respond correctly. Am I a Jesus follower or not? Am I a Jesus follower or not? Am I going to look to the word about how I'm to behave or not? So I went, I took it to Walmart, and I said, there's a screw in my tire, like literally screwed. So the guy unscrews the screw from the tire, and it, it hit the right amount of tread that it didn't puncture the tire at all. And I'm like, God, you're so good. All I ever want is my tire not to be flat. You know, it was just like, but we choose. We're in here talking about perseverance. We're in here going over the scriptures, but it's our real life every day that we have to choose perseverance. It's our real life every day, not going crazy on your wife because you already told her, stop putting that $1,000 computer in your pocket. It's our every day of you know, losing our phone, losing our purse. Thank God we never lost a child, <laughs> right? Just losing things, but we got to persevere. We've got to endure. There's got to be consistency. It's our every day with our workouts, with our commitments, with our word. Consistency. We're taking baby steps, baby steps, right? Persevering, persevering. We're persevering when all the thrills and all the feels are long gone. We're persevering. You know when you get that workout ready, you got that meal plan, you're like, woo! All the TikToks looking good, looking great, like... Woo, feeling good when you plan it. It's a whole nother thing to do. Can I get a witness? Can I get an amen? It's a whole nother thing to apply. So we come in here, we hear the word of God, and we're like, woo, woo, yeah. It's all that meal plan, that meal prep. I'm going to do that on Monday. I'm going to do that on Tuesday. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to be that Christian. And you get out the door and you're like, blah, blah, blah. somebody gets you angry, text comes in, you know, F this not this, I'm not doing this, who's doing this again? Forget this, it's over. You're like, what? What happened to persevering through your relationships? What happened to persevering through growing up? What, what happened to persevering through putting away childish things? It's time to put away childish things. We're over here acting like toddlers. Anybody else? It's time to grow up, right? Not us, not here. 
We've got new information. We're applying that new information, right? We gotta keep on seeking. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, ask and keep on asking and it'll be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will be open. Sounds like perseverance. We knock once and the door's not open, it's over. We ask God once, prayer's not answered, it's over. Is God real? Yes, he's real. Come on, Jesus said, knock, keep on knocking, keep on seeking. What are you seeking? You're seeking from answers from Google or from God's word. We're seeking answers, right, from Google. You can Google anything. You can Google whatever you want to Google. But are we going to Google God's word? Google the scripture. <laughs> Google the word of God. Google whatever your symptom is. Google whatever you're going through and then put scripture from the Bible. <laughs> there you go. Look up the word, right? Look up the word. We've got to persevere. We've got to persevere. When all the hype is gone, right? When all the hype is gone and you're not a life group and you're not with everybody cheering you on and you're out there applying the word, that's your true test of perseverance, of endurance, of consistency, of your commitment, of your longevity, of your loyalty. Come on, we're loyal to the house, we're loyal to the word, we're loyal to the word. We have loyal hearts and we walk in self-control. As born again believers, we have God's nature inside of us. We have the seed of everything we could ever need available to us. We've just got to renew our minds and we got to discover who we truly are in the word of God. The only way that we're gonna replace, you know what the word says? The world tells us behavior modification, behavior modification. Just change that behavior, just change that behavior. But the word of God says, renew your mind, transform the way you think. That happens from the inside. We can't just, renew, we can't just change our behavior. I'm not talking about outside. I'm talking about inside, the inside you, right? And that happens through discovering who you are in Christ Jesus. We have I am's available here. These I am's transformed my life and many others' lives. Because when I was like 14, 15 years old, Pastor Dan said, read these I am's every day you get off the school bus. Or every day you get on the bus, read these I am's, read these I am's, read these I am's. Let me tell you, for a few years, I had no idea what I was reading. For a few years, I'm just repeating. I'm repeating, I'm repeating, I'm repeating. But let me tell you, that word is going out. That word is going out. That word is going out. That God loves me, that I'm his child, that he's well pleased with me, that I'm greatly loved by God. I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a labor together with God. I'm a partaker of God's divine nature. So every day I'm on the school bus, I'm reading this, I'm reading this. It did not make sense. It did not click right away. It just felt like I was being repetitive. But let me tell you, over time, I came to know who I was in Christ. It's the coming to know, that coming, that understanding where you start connecting the dots of God's word. You start connecting the dots. You start transforming. That seed of the word of God is being planted in your heart and then it starts producing fruit. And then you start partaking of, your fruit, of that fruit and you're like, whoa, what's this? This is a new life. This is a good life. This is God's life in us, and it starts transforming us on the outside. So we have these available if you want one. Just telling you, transform your life. Where? Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. But where do we transform our life? Through TikTok. 
Tickety tick tick tock tock tock. Next, 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 next. Do you know you're being transformed to the word, to the world, not the word. You're being unless you're watching all godly Christian moral TikToks, which I know they're out there because when you do find one, you send it to me. I know they're out there, right? But we need to focus on God's word. We need to focus on God's word. So I had some uh, some young girls send me some TikToks of fun meals, I guess. They're so awesome. All those little trendy, healthy things. I'm telling you, I've been doing it. It's been such a great week. I'm on day three. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm on day three of trying all these new recipes. Because you know what? You eat healthy for so long, and, you're, and I just reached out, and I'm like, guys, I need some mix-up. Help me out. Yeah, give me some inspiration. So you know where they went? To TikTok. <laughs> and they sent them my way. You know, you just need some inspiration. You just need to change it up, right? You need to start rereading your IMs. You start getting into the, so you start reading the New King Test, the New King James Version of the Bible. And then you're like, okay, you've read that. Then you read the Amplified Bible. Okay, you're reading Proverbs. Like you need to mix it up. Anybody been reading Proverbs still? Anybody still on that Proverbs challenge? Come on. Proverbs, wisdom, change your life. I got all kinds of challenges for you. Sometimes they're like, can you stop with the challenges? We're just still trying to keep our word with that first challenge you said this year. I'm like, come on, let's go, guys. I'm in a challenge mood. Like, we got to challenge each other. So then I calm down for a minute, but then I come back at them. I come back at them with a veggie challenge. Like, guys, we're going to eat our veggies this week, this month. Come on. <laughs> we always got, I guess I am challenge hungry. I like a challenge, right? It's all right. So as born-again believers, we have God's nature in us, right? You are a new creation. We've just got to discover who you truly are, and then you start producing that fruit from your new nature. Paul said in Philippians 2, 12 through 13, this is the Amplified. So then, my dear ones, just as you have always obeyed my instruction with enthusiasm. So they're coming over here. They're coming to hear the word. They're getting some discipline, and they're excited to receive not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Parents, can you imagine your kids obeying and following instruction, not only in your presence, but in your absence? Man, I am so proud with these young people. I'm like, amen, that's mine. And when they acted like a little hoodlum, I'm like, who? Oh, I don't know who that is. Who that, who that? <laughs> in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation. That is cultivating it, bringing it to full effect, actively pursuing spiritual maturity with awe-inspired fear and trembling. Remember, that's reverence, reverence and awe, using serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. That's why our character is so important. Why? Because you're in the hands and feet of Jesus. This world is going to know Jesus through you, right? We don't need to be self-sabotaging, but we need some self-evaluation. What is the fruit of my life? What am I producing? For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work, that is strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. Okay, anybody got an anti-authority attitude? 
Come on, anybody got a rebellious attitude? Growing up, if they said go right, I went left. I don't know what, I was just wired somehow, some way, that whatever you say, I'm going to do opposite. I'm going to do opposite. I'm going to do opposite. And then if you say, oh, then you can choose. Well, I'm going to choose whatever it is you don't want me to choose. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, is that all you got? Is that all you got? I have no idea why that happens. Well, one, okay, I got another story for you guys. I'm on the roll for stories tonight. So um, growing up, I came to church. I came to this church since I'm 13 years old. And my dad was here, and my, I had some short shorts on. And my dad's like, get in the car. Get in the truck right now. I, I'm like, what? Get in the truck right now. I'm like, okay. I get in the truck. He's like, you will never wear those shorts again to church. You will never wear those shorts again to school. I will never find you again in your life in those shorts. I'm like, okay. He's like, where'd you get them? I'm like, I took them from my little sister. He's like, I knew those weren't your shorts. So I'm like, fine then. You don't want me to wear these shorts? I, we got home, I went straight to his closet, and I took all of his shorts. I took all his shorts. I took all his basketball shorts. I took all of his shorts, and I took them to my closet. I threw them in my closet. I'm like, fine. That's what I'm going to do. And a year later, I'm like, see, Dad, I just wore all your shorts for a year, and I won. He's like, you won nothing. I won. You've been wearing my shorts all year. <laughs> I'm like, ah, right? Some of us are just wired a little, we just want to be rebellious, right? And then we got to look to the word and realize that's not what we want to be. That's not at all what we want to be. And this scripture really, really helped me. This scripture, when I'm talking about transformation, when I'm talking about perseverance, I'm talking about the word coming alive to you, and then you start operating in that word. So I would take this scripture and say, it's not my strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in me, both to will and to work, both to will and to work. So I would remind myself or I would tell myself that to will, my will is the will of the Father. My will is to serve God. My will is to serve the people of God. My will, because my will wanted to do everything against anything that had authority. And that transformation changed my whole life. But it's the word of God that comes alive to you, and then you start receiving that word, and then you start producing fruit of that in your life, right? You start producing fruit to his good pleasure, right? It takes a little self-evaluation. What is the fruit of my life? You know, why am I always anti-authority? Why do I always have to be rebellious? Where did I pick that up from? Why do I have to always, whatever it is, why this? Ask yourself, what, what fruit am I producing in my life? Am I producing love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control? Or am I producing hate, anger, selfishness, right? We need to ask ourselves, what are we producing? Not self-sabotaging. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. We already have enough of that. We don't need self-sabotaging, but we need some evaluation. We need some evaluation. Know them by your fruit. Know them by their fruit. Like, if you're single in the building, know them by their fruit. People can talk a big game. Woo, yeah, I'm a big giver. Okay, open up your giving account. Let me see. You know the app where it shows your giving? Oh, I thought you said you were a big giver. Okay, don't come at me because I'll open my app and I'll show you I'm a big giver. I'll show you my heart belongs to the house of God. I'll show you my time belongs to the house of God. I'm just saying no one by the fruit, girls. No one by the fruit. No one by the fruit. 
And then you can see, oh, that's your tie. Okay, I know how much you make. <laughs> All right. We can work with that. Or you don't tie, bro. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> Anyways, that's for free. That's for free if you're single. Just throwing it out there, right? We don't need to self-sabotage, but we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with ourselves. What is the fruit of my life? What is the fruit of my life? Paul said in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us. There should be a result of Jesus' presence within you. There should be a result of the word of God within you, right? Is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait. That's what McGill was over there doing when his wife was looking and looking and looking for that phone. He said, it's not the ability to wait, but it's how I act while waiting. It's not the ability to wait, but it's how I act while I'm waiting. Because these kids in here, they're watching how I act while I'm waiting. Because these little ones, I don't care if they're toddlers. I don't care if they can't speak. They're watching how you're acting while you're waiting. And then once they can't speak, it's so cute. They call them the auntie. Mom, da-da-da. Dad, da-da-da-da. She's like, whoop. <laughs> Glad I've been working on that patience. Glad I've been working on that endurance, right? You, parents, you want to know your fruit? Look at your kids. <laughs> Look at your kids. Amen. You got some good kids in this place. We got some amazing kids, right? Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who belong to Christ have crucified their sinful nature together with its passions and its appetites. Those things are at the cross. They're nailed to the cross, right? If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, with godly character. This is going to take perseverance. This is going to take time with moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must become, we must not become conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, envying one another. God's nature lives in you right? You have the seed of everything you could ever need. You've got all the love you could ever need. You don't need to search for it. You don't need to search for it because nobody could fulfill that. Nobody could fulfill that. Only God can feel that in your life. You've got all the joy. You've got all the peace. You've got all the patience. You've got all the kindness. You've got all the goodness. Growing up, I'm like, no, I'm just angry. I'm just, I'm just hot-tempered. It's just who I am. It's just how I'm wired. No, it's not. It's a choice. It's your thoughts. It's what you're meditating on. So I'm going to choose to meditate on the Word of God, and I'm going to produce that fruit in my life. And we're going to produce that fruit in our life, right? Kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness and self-control, working out our salvation, working out our salvation, right? Birth that nature out. Don't seek thrills, feels, and fame. Don't be just like this world, just like this world. All they want is thrills, feels, and fame. They'll do anything to go viral. They'll do anything. They'll risk it all, all their character, all their morals, everything, just to go viral, just to, like, oh, yeah, I'm a businesswoman. What you doing? Uh, that ain't business. Come on. That ain't business just to go viral, just to get a like. 
No, that is not satisfying. That is not fulfilling. That is not rewarding. That is degrading. But we need mamas to rise up in the building so that they can know what it looks like to be a woman of God, to walk with godly character, to walk with integrity, to walk with boldness, to walk with kindness, to walk in courage, to walk this life out. We, we need people to stop telling us, and we need a generation to rise up and show us. Show us what this looks like. Show us what the Word of God looks like. Show us what it looks like here in this day and age when, every, when all the pressures and all the stress and all the anxiety and everything that's happening in this generation, what does it look like? It looks like freedom. The truth will set you free, but you need to seek godly truth. You need to, to seek the ultimate truth. You need to seek Jesus. You need to seek God's way of doing things. God's kingdom means God's way of doing things. And we seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things and his righteousness and all these things, all these things you're desiring, all these things you need, they'll be added to you. You won't have to give who you are to get them. They'll be added to you. It'll be an addition to your life. It's not a subtraction, not in debt, not that you sold your soul for it. It'll be an addition to your life. God's way of doing things. Seek first the kingdom. Get over the need for thrills, feels, and fame. If you don't feel like it, persevere anyway. If you don't feel like it, endure anyway. Endure what? To do the right thing because it's the right thing. We're going to do the right thing because it's the right thing. Have moral character. Be patient. Be devoted. Stay committed. Be consistent, right? Be loyal and develop self-control. Immaturity is always looking for a new thrill and a new feel. All the time. Immaturity, immaturity. That's why we have so many church hoppers. Whoop, whoop, hop, hop, hop. Yeah, we got church hoppers, we got job hoppers, we got career hoppers. I'm going to school again and again and again and again. Just hop, hop, hop. We got homie hoppers, we got relationship hoppers, we got calling hoppers. It's my calling, I'm called. I'm called to the platform of blogging and Instagramming and whatevering. I'm an influencer. Who are you influencing in this real life, face to face? having a real relationship. How many people have you discipled? How many people have you brought up? There's an accountability when you're actually face to face. People talking about, I got friends. Okay, bring them to church. Well, they're on, this, that's not your friend. It's not your friend. Could be a robot on the other side. It could be some creepy person. You don't know who that is. Oh, they're my friend. Well, anyways, we got too many hoppers, right? We don't need no more hoppers. We need people planted in the house, planted in the house, planted in the word of God, right? Jumping from one thrill to the next, never satisfied and never content. Why? Because there's next and next. Thank you, next, next. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Always seeking thrills, seeking feels, and seeking fame. What happens when the thrills are gone? You're going to stay committed to that relationship? What happened when the thrills are gone? You're like, whoo, I'm working in the back. Kids ministry. Now you got to get here. You got to be prepared. You got to study your message. You got to be here on time. You're like, whoo, the fields are gone. Them kids is wild. But let me tell you, you're pouring into a generation. 
Your time and your labor is not wasted. When they grow up and they go to college and they say, thank you, Miss Sasha. They say, thank you to you because you were that opportunity where they received Jesus. You were that opportunity where they thought you were so cool and you were in there raising your hands and singing and they were in there raising their hands and singing. You're receiving Jesus. I'm receiving Jesus. You think Jesus is cool. I think Jesus is cool. You, your labor is never in vain. It's worth it because you got to grow up. There's actually some accountability on your life where you got to be somewhere at some time and on time. Anyways, that's what we're talking about in internship. Woo-wee! But we'll save that for them, right? Not us, not here at Love Life. We're not seeking thrills. We're not seeking fame. We're seeking the word of God. We put away childish things and we will persevere when all the thrills and the feels are long gone. The thrills and the feels are long gone. What are we doing? Serving God. Thrills and feels are long gone. What are we doing? Loving God, loving people, loving life, right? Jesus said in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let me tell you, living this life, walking this walk, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid that you're going to miss out on life because you're taking the narrow path. Well, what if I miss out? What if I miss out because I have a standard? And what if I miss the right guy? If you got a standard and he ain't the standard, you didn't miss out on nothing. You didn't miss out on nothing. Well, what if I miss out? What did Jesus say? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that you're going to miss out on anything in life by taking the narrow path. Grow up. Grow deep roots, right? Deeply rooted in Christ Jesus. Deeply rooted in his love. Live your best life in him, for him, with him. That's the only way you're going to live your best life. In him, with him, for him, right? We've got to develop deep roots. So when the storms of life come, we ain't going nowhere but back up. We ain't going nowhere but back up, right? Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river and will not fear when the heat comes because the heat is here, right? But its leaf will be green and will be not, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. I want to live a life that yields fruit in every season, right? I want to live a life even in the drought. Anybody been in a drought? You've been in a drought of friends. You've been in a drought of finances. You've been in a drought. There's been a drought. Bear much fruit. How? Get planted. Get planted in the water of the word. Get planted in the word. Get planted in the house of God. Get planted, right? In the desert heat, persevere and bear fruit. Bear fruit. Flourish, baby, flourish. No matter what comes your way, you got to continue to flourish. And the only way you're going to flourish through every season, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. A tree's branches can only be as wide as its roots are deep. We want all this fruit in our life when we got no roots. Your, your branches can only be as wide as your roots are deep. We want all this fruit, but we got to grow deep 
roots. We got to be people of substance. We can't just post about going on a mission trip. We got to live our life on mission, right? We can't just post about so that all these like, woo, yeah, your, your, your posts look great. Like, yeah, I'm a Christian girl. Some guy comes up to you like, you ain't got no substance. You ain't got no substance. Yeah. Oh, I met this guy. This happens all the time. Um, and he's a Christian. Okay. Where does he go to church? He don't know. I went on a date, this guy, he's a Christian, he's a godly guy. Where does he go to church? I don't know. He didn't say. He don't know. He don't know the name of the church, yet he's planted in the church. That ain't right. That's, some smells fishy with that. But anyways, I'm not going to say everybody's business tonight. You want me to start name dropping? Here they go. No, just kidding. Reel it in, reel it in. In the midst of the wildest storms of life, in the midst of the longest storms in life, Let's bear fruit. Let's produce fruit of what? Of God's love, of joy, of peace, of patience, of faith. Because in the middle of the storm, what is the fruit of your communication? In the midst of the storm, when all hell is breaking loose, what are you speaking? I know that I know that God loves me. I know that I know that God's going to see me through. That's the fruit. That's the fruit, right? Or is your fruit fear, doubt, unbelief? God must not love me. God doesn't love me. God doesn't love me. God wouldn't let me go through this, right? If that's what's coming out, work on your root. Work on your root. Get planted in the word of God. Paul said in Ephesians 3.17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith, right? And And may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and length and height and depth of his love. Fully experiencing. Have you all ready to fully experience that amazing, endless love? And that you may come to know. This is a process of understanding. This is a process of coming to know. practically through personal experience, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge. We're going to experience the love of Christ. It passes knowledge when you've experienced it. So it doesn't matter what life throws at you, I've experienced the love of God. It doesn't matter what storm comes, I've experienced the presence of God, right? Far passing so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your life, completely filled and flooded with God himself, not to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. We've got to grow deep roots deep roots in God's love. We've got to be people of substance, right? Get deeply rooted in the word. Never let a storm rob you. Let it mature you. Never let a storm rob you of your identity, rob you of who you are. Let it mature you and your roots grow deeper and wider, right? Persevere when all the thrills and the feels are long gone. Serving God, loving God, loving people, loving life. Psalms 1-1 says, blessed, 
fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and their examples, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridiculers, because who you hang around matters. Look at your neighbor and say, who you hang around matters. Who you hang around matters, right? Seriously, who you hang around matters. People say, you sound just like pastor. You sound just like pastor. You want to know why I sound just like pastor? Because I be hanging around his message all the time. Since I'm 15 years old, I got the cassettes. I've, every message he's got, there's a cassette. Now y'all got YouTube, you got podcasts. Y'all ain't got no excuse. But we had a cassette. I had a Walkman. I had this thing. I would say his joke before he said it. I, would, I was just like, I, would, I was so excited for the word because I just wanted to hear the word. I wanted to hear the word because I was hungry, because everything out in the world was offering me nothing. I didn't want to be just like my parents. I didn't want to repeat history. I wanted to write history, and I knew God was going to do something in me, but I just needed new information. I just needed the Word of God. I would listen to the cassettes so much, the cassette would break. It it would just, I'm like, no! I would listen to that message on repeat. So many times, like, I could preach that message. I didn't know I'm over here becoming a preacher. I'm just preaching the message to myself. Girl, (laughs) those messages were for me because your girl was wild, right? Because who you hang around matters. What's on repeat in your life? What's on repeat in your life? The Kardashians? You got all their jokes. You got all, you got all, you got all their drama. You know what's going down. You know who's with who, who's not with who. You're like, ooh, and such and such. You know all the kids' names. You know what car they drive. You know what influencer they're connecting with. What? Who are you around? And then you're wondering why you're repeating that drama in your relationship. What? What's on repeat? What's on repeat? That's not what you want your relationships to look like, do you? Maybe you do. I don't know. Can I get a no? <laughs> right? What's on repeat? Some depressing music? Some violent show? What's on repeat? The word of God? The YouTube? The podcast? What's on repeat? What's on repeat? Because that's who you sound with, sound like. That's who you sound like. Psalms 121, 2 through 3. But his delight, who, that guy that's prospering? His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, his precepts, his teachings, he consistently, he's consistently meditating day and night on what? On the word of God, on the word of God. And he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in every season. Its leaves do not wither. And in, and in whatever he does, he prospers and he comes to maturity. Who's ready to prosper? Who's ready to come to maturity? Who's ready to produce fruit in every season, right? We've got to learn to persevere. Overcome life's storm. Overcome life's stresses. Overcome life's disappointments. Things happen, right? But we've got to do what God's word says. God's telling us a new way of doing things. We just got to apply that to our everyday life, right? We got to apply that. We got to grow in perseverance. One last scripture. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, but these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold, right? We're not just hearers only. We're doers, 
We hear the word, we accept the word, and we do the word, right? Bearing much fruit of love, of joy, of peace, patience, kindness, goodness. And I know that I know that I know that God loves me. I know that I know that I know that God's going to see me through this. That is what's going to be on repeat in our life because we're going to persevere. No matter what this world sends, no matter what the enemy sends, we will persevere because the word of God is our root. The love of God is our root. And resilience, perseverance is our fruit. It's the fruit of our life. It's the fruit of our life. And you know what? God has great plans for all of us. Every single one of us, we've just got to choose his plan. We got to choose his way of doing things. And that that starts with choosing Jesus. That starts with calling on the name of Jesus. If you're in here for the first time and you haven't called on the name of Jesus, you haven't received Jesus as your Lord, as your Savior, that's where it starts. That's your starting point. That's the starting part of the new nature that I was talking about. I would love to pray with you tonight. We'll say a prayer together, call on the name of Jesus, and tonight's your night of salvation. Let's all say it together. Say, Jesus. I call on your name right now. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I want all that you have for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And it's not the special prayer, but it's the belief in your heart. When you call on the name of Jesus, you believe that he is. He is. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We're the diligent here at Love Life. If tonight was your first time receiving Jesus, you can raise your hand. Our dream team ushers, they've got a booklet for you. If you're online and you receive Jesus for the first time, click that I receive Jesus button. We'd love to get that resource to you as well. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great night. I hope you all receive something. And we'll see you Sunday. Have a great night. Have a great 4th of July weekend. Love you guys. Be safe. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.